and welcome to Timing! A no-holds-barred take <laughs> on what's most unnecessarily relevant with your two least favorite nobodies. On today's episode of Timing, we ask, did Ruth Duet Bucator organize a coup of the Oscars? And what is up with her daughter's hair? Plus, capitalism. Let's get started. <laughs> Oh, okay. I meant to tell you. So I played this episode, or at least just the beginning of this episode on what day is today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Which by the time we send this out, who knows what day it'll be. But It um, might be next month even. <laughs> I mean, the odds are uh-huh. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, considering we have eight hours left in this month. Honestly, stranger things clever, have happened. Right? That was quite clever. <laughs> <was> really clever. <laughs> and speaking of stranger things, I actually really enjoy their soundtrack. I listen oh. to uh, the soundtrack playlist on Apple when I do work. And also, speaking of stranger things, I just worked with their decorator on the movie I just did, and so that was super fun. Oh, what's their name? Her name is Jess Royal. Jess okay. Royal. She decorated many seasons of Stranger Things. Um, for her. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. So you were saying you played this kudos, episode. Kudos to Jess. To Jess. Kudos. Shout out to Jess. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> I played it for my friend and she was like, can Grace read my law textbooks to me? I absolutely love her voice. Shut like up. She, yes. So That's she was the nicest thing I've ever way. heard. Because <laughs> I like, I hate my voice. <laughs> oh no, it sounds amazing. And I will be, I will also be jumping on the train. So her name's Betsy. So you can thank Betsy. Oh my God. Shout that. out to Betsy. I will a yeah. million percent read your textbooks. So I, this is kind of in, she's line in law with- school. So she's, so yes. she's like anything to make it more interesting. Oh my God. 110%. I had someone, so I worked um, at a tutoring center in between uh, gigs because mm-hmm. showbiz and another guy that worked People there, need to learn. People need to learn. And another guy who worked there did voiceover work. And I was like, you know, that's super cool. How did you get into it? Whatever. And he's like, he was kind of giving me the lowdown on what my voice sounded like. And he's okay. like, my, I guess, quote unquote market. Uh, I, he said I was smoky, like I'm a stone, but I speak like a Valley girl. And I was like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> like, I kind of get that. I kind of that's a compliment and it, but I think it's, so. well, there's the cadence to it too, that it's actually, it's not just smoky, but it's, it's a little bit deeper, which I like. Which oh I, yeah. It's smooth. I like buttery. It. Well, the drunker I get, the shriller I get to the point where I'm like very high pitched. And so yeah. I need to just like. I should stick with getting high because then I'm kind of just like, here's the thing. Like I kind of got that vocal fry in there. Let me tell you why the dumbest fucking thing happened to me yesterday. Like, I don't know. It just, I went to Ikea. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Don't go there. (laughs) I drove by Ikea the other day. Um, but I didn't, you've been inside though, right? You like, no, I love Ikea. Okay. I I absolutely love it. When I'm, I've only been to the one by us a handful of times because it's so far west. And so it's either oh, for right. a job or it's to like piggyback on a friend going that I'm like, well, I'll just come and like walk around with you. But um, you know what Ikea has that I see them all over the place? Those beautiful light fixtures that look like a flower kind of, you know, those white ones that I'm talking about. Are you talking will... about the chandelier light fixtures? Yeah, it's kind of chandelier And it's kind of like it's the kind ball? Of like, 
it's not a ball. I'm going to put it in our Instagram as a okay. reference picture. Because Amazing. you'll see it and you'll be like, I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure okay. those originated from Ikea. I could be totally wrong. Also, while we're on the topic, sorry, I'm jumping from place to place to place. But I think we need to do some corrections from last week. Okay, correct away. The two corrections that I have in mind Aside are... Aside from our theme song. Which we will get to that. Um, the first correction I have is that I laughed at you because you kept saying the word desirous. It is a word. We looked it up after we stopped recording. So thank you. Shout thank out you. to you, Connor, <laughs> for having a better vocabulary than me. Um, the I other have a thing, story about me and using words, but. Ooh, okay. Tell it right yeah, after yeah. this. This okay. other correction that I have is I was wrong. Riley Keough and Ben Smith Peterson have had their baby. And after the podcast got posted, you texted me like, oh, here's that little <laughs> news story. So shout out to so many shout outs today. Shout out to the Ben, to the Keo Smith Petersons on the addition of their daughter. Okay. What were you going to tell me about your vocabulary? <laughs> well, I have two things on each of that. Oh, one. Oh, oh. So, for, well, uh, wait, let me rephrase that. I have one thing on each of those. On each so of two those in two total. Things. Yes, yeah, yeah. not four, but two. Well, I specifically remember I was taking one client. Well, it was this couple and I adore them. They actually wrote in one of my reviews that they wished they could adopt me. Um, and I wish so too. Uh, if you could adopt 28 year olds, I think that's how old I was at the time that I worked with him the second time. I think um, you can. I think age is just a number in that sense. It's a construct. I mean, let's ask right. Mariah, bringing Mariah back into the conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> Bring her back. Bring her back. Because she left, but now she's back. But now she's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I was walking through somewhere in northern Manhattan, and I said a word, and I do not remember what the word is. <laughs> Apologies to the listeners. I have no idea what the word was, but I said it. And Apologies I, to the English language. <laughs> Apologies to the English language, but I end. So my client goes, I don't think that's a word. Like, are you just, and it was, I was hungover. It was a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. We were going to this place. And I go, oh, you know, that's probably just me. And I just like made fun of myself, a little bit self-deprecatory. And then uh, in the back of my head, as we kept going to these other places, I kept thinking, wait a second, this is <laughs> definitely a word. <laughs> so like three homes, three condos later. <laughs> Stop. I find this word on Google because like in those moments, my head is all over the place. But I find this word and I go, see, it's real. It is a word. Was he like, um, what the, f like, I don't care. <laughs> or was he like, thank you well, for no, telling and this me. Is like, this is like, this is, go, this is why he's like, oh, this is why I would adopt you. Oh, um, I love that. So the second thing was that Priscilla is now <gasps> in litigation yes. on Lisa Marie's, uh, her trust. Yes. Because of, she questions the validity of Lisa Marie's signature uh, with a 2016 I think addendum or change, whatever change. Those it was are a change. Yeah, yeah a change I forget the word. Where Riley and Benjamin, who is no longer living, mm -hmm. were grant were the subsequent recipients or the sole recipients of the trust, which is like okay. Well, those are her kids, so I don't really see the issue. <sighs> it I just don't know seems why Priscilla's like mad. The timing Priscilla is has just... no money. The timing of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. The timing no. of the whole thing. Like she hasn't. Because when did he die? He died in 2020. And oh, it never mind. Was, okay. Well, no, but just the timing of, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have needed to be brought to light because Lisa Marie was still living and now she is no longer living. So I don't know. It just, 
I saw that headline and was just kind of like, oh God, this is getting, this is getting messy. I really hope that this family like stays together and works it out and, you know, let them, let them not have some drama for a minute. That's my take on the situation. Bless them. Bless them. Let's just mm-hmm. regardless Pe- people magazine and us weekly i'm sure are having field days with this fodder probably there's been can we just talk about the fodder of late in like the last week i'm looking back at our list of topics to talk and there is just like it is fodderful it is fodderful oh, fodderful maybe that's the new that's the title <laughs> yeah, of that's the, the episode yes that's the title fodderful fodderful oh my god can we talk about the andrea riseborough oscars campaign Okay, I need to hear. I obviously have not seen any. I have not seen that twenty eight thousand dollar box office movie, um, in which she supposedly stars. But talk to us about that. Okay, well, first off, I need to just let the record show. I don't know how to pronounce that woman's name. I'm calling her Andrea Riseborough. It could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm going to call her for the sake of this story. Mm-hmm. This is my understanding of things. I was. On social media one day, I don't know what one it was, but people, some other actors I follow were like, oh my God, her performance in this movie to Leslie is just so amazing and beautiful and you have to see it. So I'm like, oh, interesting. Like I've seen her in a few things here and there, but okay, noted. Saw it a couple more times and was like, damn, like Andrea, she really, she's really killing it in this to Leslie movie. Then the Oscar nominations come out. She got nominated. Great. Then people are calling into question like, oh, this whole camp, this was a campaign, which went completely over my head. I was like, oh, her pals are just like supporting her. Like, this is so great. <laughs> no, apparently it was like a guerrilla style campaign that now the Academy is investigating because somehow it could violate the rules or something. I don't know that aspect. But what the general public is saying is that Viola Davis and Danielle Deadweiler two black actresses either or both of them should have gotten that nomination instead of andrea and the fact that she was kind of like the dark horse of the situation and just came out and grabbed that last spot is causing a lot of controversy and discussion and so that is my basic understanding of the situation but right now like the discourse is fodderful (laughs) (laughs) so fodderful because this is the first time that any acting nomination has potentially been rescinded i don't know if it's the first time it's ever been um talked about being revoked or investigated but i do i was reading up on the actual rules that were supposedly not followed in terms of how big the box office was how it was distributed but more uh, importantly, how with her campaign, and I don't even know if she's at fault, but these other actors yeah. were using her name and campaigning specifically for her. And for her. something that you are not allowed on the campaign. You're not allowed, I don't think, to specifically outline a certain name. Like, I can't say... Leonardo DiCaprio, best actor, this. It has gotcha. to be, it, it, I think, I, it, maybe it has something to do with agency on the voter and it has to be up to them, but I'm, okay. I'm not really sure. But I, what's your take? What What is your take? So on... there are two elements I forgot to mention. And the second okay. one might make you scream, but- Hydrogen and oxygen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
The first one, hydrogen. Apparently, an email went out to a lot of these um, voters or whoever was supporting her in this campaign. I I don't want I don't want to accidentally defame someone here by getting the info wrong. I thought it was someone who made the film or the wife of the person who made the film sent out this email. Somebody connected to the film. Somebody connected to the film sent out this email that was like, hey, it would really help if you post about this movie. Like, you know, one post a day wouldn't hurt, you know, if you guys could divide and conquer or maybe host some screenings at your homes, like really get the word out about this movie, which Mm -hmm. I don't think you're all. I also don't think you're allowed to just directly be like, hey, let's, you know. I don't know if you're allowed to do that for your movie. You can submit your for consideration, but I don't think you can ask people like, hey, do you mind? Like, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know the nuance we need of to, that. I wonder, I wonder if the Oscars has a rule book or a, a public rule book on those campaign stipulations, because I have a friend who actually gets the screeners yeah. and I can ask him, he's in casting and I can ask him if he ha- has any details on it, but that would be a hot take, hot take from Kiko. So then the second element of the whole scandal, the oxygen part, that's going to make you. <laughs> <laughs> they name dropped someone who seems to have caused a big part in this scandal by saying like Michelle Yeoh is a lock. Kate Blanchett is a lock. Like Viola Davis is a lock. Danielle Deadweiler is a lock. Like let's get Andrea this like last spot. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Guess who it was? Oh, give me a hint. She's a woman and her choices are never easy. Oh, shit. You know this. Of course it's unfair. We're women. Our choices are never easy. It was Kate. It wasn't Kate. It was her mom. It was Frances Fisher. No. (laughs) Yes. No. It was Frances motherfucking Fisher. Where has she even been? I guess watching to Leslie because I haven't. Well, <laughs> that I'm pulling this up right now, and I'm going to add that screenshot as well to the slideshow. No. Francis Fisher. Yep, Francis Fisher posted repeatedly on Instagram about Riseboro's performance, writing detailed descriptions of the voting process. So I think she also was outing how the Academy goes about their voting. This is from the Washington Post. Uh, um, she, Francis Fisher, it says, was a vocal advocate of her performance. So. She's causing an earthquake in this Not whole... just in Los Angeles, but in the entire industry. Exactly. Ooh. That's what you missed on Glee in terms of <laughs> to Leslie. Oh, what a what a sad curse to have. The Glee curse. There's a new... Um, I want to say it's on Paramount. There's like a new docuseries about Glee. And I Ooh. don't have Paramount and I might purchase it for a month just to watch the well have you ever had it because maybe you can just get a free you know like a thing trial i, think I did and i can't remember what i was trying to watch on it i feel like there was oh, a season so of already know. drag race yeah i actually have... so trixie just recently posted a video where she's doing a mock game show of um what the is 80 the new for movie? brady ladies yes <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh you need to watch it so the movie comes out i think this friday which 80 for brady Yes. And I don't mind. I would love to go see it. But also is um, I know Lily is. I know Jane is. Rita's like probably 90 by this point. But nobody knows because you'll never be able to know. She's so youthful. <laughs> but how old is Sally Field? 
Yeah. I, I don't feel like she's in her 80s. I'm going to look this up right now because that is the question on at least our two minds. Yes. Sally Field. Oh, you were correct. She's not in her 80s. She's want- 101. Yes. She is <laughs> She is actually 76. She is okay. a Scorpio. Jane Fonda, who has famously the same birthday as me. Jane <gasps> yes, Fonda everyone. is 85. Rita is 91. Mm-hmm. And Lily is 83. Okay. So Sally is the baby of the group. She is. By a lot in, with Rita. Yeah, and Rita's ninety three. You said ninety one. She's ninety one. Oh, okay. Then Lily is the next youngest at eighty three. So she's seven, six or seven years behind her. Okay. Wait, you said what's her face is seventy six. Seventy six. And then ninety one. I mean, that's fifteen years. She could be her mother. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I was just gonna say that she could. <laughs> she really could. Um, but are you gonna go see that? Honestly, as long as I don't have to look at Tom Brady, I would consider seeing it. But I don't like Tom Brady and I don't like his whole deal. So that whole thing is just a, a huge mess. I don't So that's um, why I'm like, there are other movies. So my family is actually super fucking stoked about Cocaine Bear. We've been talking about it since 2022. Uh, okay, which was, you know, only 30 days ago, but that's great earlier like pre-christmas <laughs> because at christmas we all sat down and we're like we're going as a family over you have the to go see it uh-huh. we are so and it takes a lot to get my mom to go to a movie these days i think the last one i saw with her in a theater was halloween in 2018 and we sat in the back and just like okay. laughed the whole time so when my mom was like i really want to see cocaine bear the rest of us jumped on board and we're like when are we this going happening who's buying tickets like joey's girlfriend's in like we're all so ready to just like go see this movie. So mm-hmm. I I would like to see that before I consider AD for Brady <laughs> personally, but And does Cocaine Bear is it already out or does it come out on Friday? It no, it doesn't come out till the 24th of February. So we've got some oh, time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we've got some time, but tickets I believe are already on sale on Fandango. So I was like, just say the word and I will pull the trigger and I will get the family tickets. But we haven't committed yet. Other than that, we constantly just post about it in the <laughs> group chat we're in. <laughs> Which this Valentine's love. Day, bring that special someone to see Cocaine Bear with you or go with your family. That's also special. Well, what we really need to actually get tickets for is Titanic. Okay. Yeah. That's when is that happening? This um, Friday? I, no, <laughs> everything's happening this Friday. What is going on? I have no um, idea. No, Titanic in 4K, 3D, all the letters, all the yes. numbers. Um, It is going to be released next Friday. But okay. what we need to figure out is what theaters have it and how much is it? Because we already gave James a lot of money, but also like this is Titanic and it's the 25th anniversary. So we kind of have to. It's, okay, it's here's, a moral obligation. Here's the thing with that, though. I think their math is off because didn't Titanic is, come 97. out in 97? December yeah, and, of 97. Yes. Okay. But... I bet the whole reason that they pushed it was because Avatar was released in oh, the fall, right. in the winter. No, you're totally right. And it, they like, didn't he's not going to do. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that makes sense. That. So what's going to make sense? Have have Avatar way of water make a few billion and then <laughs> <one of> the <laughs> casually, one. casually yeah. make a few billion. Well, in 2012, when it was the 100th anniversary of the actual Titanic, mm-hmm. we famously drove to Chicago we and did. saw it in a theater 
Um, we saw it twice. We saw it in a Chicago theater and then we saw it in IMAX in Portage, Indiana. Yes, which we did. About an hour and a half away from South Bend. Yes, we did. On a different time zone. Um, what at did, the time, I don't know. We wore a, our costumes because we were. I know we, we were Jack Chicago. I yes, we did. Rem- do you remember if we did for. Portage? I don't think we did for Portage because I think it was a spur of the moment, like. Tuesday it's night Thursday. or something. Oh, it was, might have been Tuesday. I feel like it was, it was just like a random weeknight. Yeah. You're probably okay. right. But we were just like, oh, wait. It's definitely start, ended with a Y. Oh, 100%. It ended with a day. I know <laughs> that. Um, but I just remember after the movie, I was in, it was at, uh, I remember the theater too. I was in the bathroom and my eyes were so puffy and like I had been bawling, <laughs> even though I've seen this a million times. But this girl comes up to me and is like, oh my God, your costume. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, thinking, you know, sniffling, <laughs> dripping, crying, like, Lady. Also, your costume is a nude suit with a red blanket and a red wig. That is like the <laughs> ugliest fucking wig. No you offense. Have it? No, oh, okay. I think I have the nude suit because it wasn't like a full nude suit. It was like four pairs of nude tights, an old swimsuit that I cut the top layer off, so it was just like the nude layer, the bottom, and then like yeah. a nude bodysuit with sleeves. But it covered everything, and I think that's one of our best costumes to this day. Oh yeah, I mean, it's your. I felt like a good accessory. I mean, but like it, the it's fact not, that it's I was incomplete like... without Jack, but the rose <laughs> with the heart of the ocean, Le Coeur de la Mer. Was I let my friend borrow perfection. the heart of the ocean, and she broke it. So now I just have the actual heart uh, with a tack tacked up to my <laughs> wall. But no, I just remember showing you. I was like, look at my Halloween costume. And you were like, okay, okay. Uh, and you like got that Jack costume together in like two minutes. <laughs> I it still was remember so that great. because like I wasn't going to go to the game that day. But I just remember that you're like, fuck, Jack has suspenders. And you took two belts, belts. <laughs> looped them through your belt loops and pulled them over your shoulders. <laughs> and I was like, that is so innovative. Like that is, that is genius. That's something Jack would do. It truly is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. And Ooh, then we okay. printed. No, you know, you go, you go. No, I was going to say, we printed out a picture of the drawing and like glued it to one of your notebooks and just, <laughs> yes. he just like carried it around. And we just walked around with the notebook. What the fuck? What the yeah, fuck? Well, and the great thing about ND games is that they were always at 3 30. So, like, we still just, we were able to walk around a little bit. And like, I remember people wanting to take our photo yeah. outside the stadium and yeah. let alone like all the students. <laughs> so we got into this student section because it was Ugh. the Halloween game. Like, people it dressed was. up for Everyone that. Everyone always dressed up for that game. Yeah. But <laughs> with the new cover art for the release, for the 25th anniversary release, have you looked at it? I feel like it's come across my vision, but I haven't really sat and dissected it, but I'm going to pull it up right now. Okay. When you look at it, tell me what you see. And for our viewers, we will probably post this we on will, our 100%. Instagram. We have to post this on our Instagram as well. And this is for the 4K. This is for the new release. I need you to see that one in particular. Shit. Okay. It's an iteration of the original movie poster. So okay. Jack is holding Rose. He's more visibly holding Rose in this new release. However, okay. what we now see more of is Rose's hair in the background. Okay. Can I just say that at first gut instinct, looking at this picture with Leo's pose, I immediately picture that picture of him holding that swan. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> oh my God. This picture is what I look at. This is what I think of when I think of that. 
Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's almost like uh, Bjork-esque. Yes, very. Okay. Okay. So I feel like there's either a third person in this picture or Rose has two completely different hair textures, colors, and lengths. <laughs> what is happening what with is her happening? head? In the foreground, it's, well, also it's a mirror image <laughs> of the original, um, but not, it's actually not a mirror image because it's, not it's a similar photo but it's not the same because his arms are slightly different and um, her hair is completely different okay so we're gonna post same, both yeah, of these yeah yeah and you you can compare and look look oh at the two of them God. but her hair in the foreground is the curly structure that we see when <laughs> she's all done up both for the fancy dinner and the suicide dinner and then the background hair, or like Wait, the, the more suicide up, dinner, you know, where she's like, oh, when she's trying to commit. Man. Sorry, okay, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. And then the background hair. If you look at the original photo or the original poster, iteration of that poster, it, yeah, yeah, her hair is the same. Yes. It's like curly. It's it looks same. like it could have. Yeah. It's a little. It, it looks like it could match the front a little bit more, and that it was just a little bit loose. Well, and Leo's arm is going across her neck more, right, so the so hair holding tucks it. behind so, it. Yeah. Yes. So it stops. The hair truncates at a certain point in that image. We're in this new one. Her hair just like flows all the way down, and it's a completely different texture. And so it no longer has that same veil of oh it's just kind of tussled and it, it it came out of the bun. Now it's almost like oh no, it's just a completely different half of her head. It is. And it's the most egregious part is where the hair part is supposed to be because <laughs> it's like so th thick. It, like, oh, it's it's, it's like sh uh, there's a there's a cowlick of hair, like a ponytail protruding from her forehead. I don't understand. And I also am very distracted by the we know. Oh. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we know that they're supposed to be cuffs. They look like very expensive bracelets to me that I'm like, oh shit. Like I either it's the Cartier love bracelet. That's He's kind of what it's wearing... giving. <laughs> like shit. I kind of want that. No, I don't know. Also, we saw her hammer that thing away with the axe. Like there's no way she did it that cleanly where they're matching like cuff bracelets with the same amount of chain on each one. Like mm, I just have so many thoughts starting with who was the graphic designer on this poster. <laughs> <laughs> and why would they have decided well, who let that go to press? I don't know, but I mean, maybe shit, that's why I, Fandango does the uh, is the other image. I think so. It's like the full image of Jack. I'm flying, and mm -hmm. they don't show that movie poster whatsoever. Now, the true test is going to be when we go to the theaters and see is that what they have behind the glass in there. Very fair. Yes. Well, we'll what we'll probably have to do is uh, politely borrow permanently the movie poster wherever we find it. Have you ever pulled a fire alarm? No. But oh. there's a first time for everything. Have you? Yes, because I asked. It was when <laughs> we were in college. <laughs> we were in college and we were doing a fire drill. And the firemen were in the lobby when I was in the lobby. And they were like, we're about to evacuate. And I was like, wait, can I like pull it? Like, can I do it? And they let me do it. So I've only ever oh, done it with so permission. Cool. It was kind of cool. Oh, um, the building. 
McGlynn. <laughs> My dorm. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I was going somewhere and they were coming in and they're like, well, we have to set off the alarm. And I was like, can I? And they were like, yeah, sure. So I just like did it. And then it was like, cool, thanks. And then like went to the library or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a 40 minute walk. Everything on that campus is so far away. But I want to go with Titanic. It won 11 Oscars. This year, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I have yet to see, 11 <laughs> nominations. I really we want the acting to win. I really do. I think yeah, it's that, all I th- very deserved. Well, and it also would be huge from an industry standpoint. Completely. But then at, the, at the same time, the industry itself doesn't really even know what it's doing with the Oscars because viewership has continually plummeted. I watched very religiously during most of the 2010s. Um, but in the last several years, one, I haven't had cable. So I've either gone to someone's house to watch it or I haven't watched it. But then also, cable. I'm, or not cable, but like TV channels. Normal TV. Normal Sorry, TV. normal TV. Uh, I don't really have that. All, my TV is supposed to be a smart TV. It gives me streaming options. But they have not presented all of the awards on their broadcast. And so that no. means that production design and a lot of those... Don't get seen. Don't get seen. And I've had old bosses get nominated. And so it's like, well, I'm not going to watch if they don't get to have their moment. And so I've just kind of followed along on Twitter or told people like, hey, if this movie or this person wins, let me know because I'm not watching it. I think that was like the last two or three years. But allegedly, they are going to broadcast all of them this time around. How long is that ceremony going to be? I have no idea because I think it starts at 8 Eastern. And it's also airing at the same time as The Last of Us finale on HBO, which everybody is talking about. Have Everybody's you watched it? Everybody's talking about. No, I'm not Neither really into I. that genre. But I'm not it's... either. But I I have such crippling FOMO that I'm like, I think I might try to watch. Just be- yeah. Well, because it is supposedly the, uh, the only or at least the first extremely successful adaptation adaptation of a game, a video game into a TV show. The Sunday night HBO slot is like A1 gold medal, always the best. And it went Mm -hmm. from, what was the timeline it went from? So I saw this laid out on Twitter. It was like White Lotus into The Last of Us into Succession into maybe Euphoria or something that it was like, we have just been so spoiled for the last like six or so months for the Sunday night time slot of HBO that it's like, oh, it damn. makes sense. Or Game of Thrones was it at one point. Like it's just well, Westworld been... was there too. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. I mean, just the based coveted, on the it's the coveted spot. spot. Yeah, you know, you've be... made it when. <laughs> <laughs> like Thursday, you know, there used to be like the Thursday night lineup or the Friday mm-hmm. night. I don't really know if they called it the Friday night lineup, but I remember NBC's Thursday night lineup and yeah. HBO took their own with this Sunday evening slot. It's genius, honestly, because Monday, all anybody can talk about. Oh, Mayor of Easttown. Shout out to Kate. Shout out to Titanic mm. again. Yes. Um, Mayor of this Easttown. episode is fodderful, but if you can't tell, the entire theme is The entire theme Titanic. is Titanic. I remember whatever show I was on at the time, we'd all come in and be like, who watched Mayor? And we were just obsessed. I mean, same with Succession. We come in Monday. It's at all anybody's talking about, and rightfully so. Oh, incredible. I cannot wait for this next season. I just hope it doesn't go too off the rails because Westworld, I will say that Westworld did. I enjoyed the first two seasons. Three got a little bit weird and then subsequently it's just like well i'm sick i'll watch it (laughs) 
How most important question, how did it look? Because again, an old boss, it was a designer on Westworld. So I mean, it's dumb, like in the best way. It is okay. incredible. It okay. looked insane. <laughs> okay. From okay. a production value standpoint, incredible. I'm just talking about Good. the storyline. The storyline. Oh, great. Like, I don't know any writers on it. So my... <laughs> but I'm glad you know, to hear if they're that... still if they're still making money off of it. Great. Like, congratulations. I, mean, I just the story went a little bit. Hey, the way things are going with all these cancellations and erasures is getting very scary from an employment standpoint. So um, expand on that. What do you mean? OK, so the new thing that's happening is that. A lot of these streamers will make a show, they will see it through to completion and then decide not to air it and also to erase it from their platform. So a show that I worked on a little bit, I'm not going to name names, but in recent weeks, it was a two season show. They aired season one and then they decided even though it was filmed in its entirety to it was a full year that two seasons were filmed back to back. They decided not to air the second season and they've erased it from their streaming platform. And I think that the studios get tax breaks because of it. So a lot of these shows are just disappearing into the ether because the studio has just pulled the plug today. They just announced that the show on Hulu reboot, which was very fucking funny and very smart just got canceled and people are up in arms about it because it was good television. It was, I guess you could say an original idea because it wasn't another Marvel machine or any of that stuff. So people are really upset because it's like, if you can't count on 10 good episodes that people actually watched and liked, what can you count on? You know, it's kind of getting scary that like I was with a friend who they were prepping for a show on Amazon. And while we were at lunch, got the call not to come into work because they just decided to pull the plug on it while they were like halfway through prep. And so shit's just getting very fucking weird. It's getting scary that like, you know, I'm not a writer for one of these shows, but writers are getting scared. Like people are getting scared that things are just vanishing and work has been very slow in town. So that's my take. That's my personal take on things. And that completely affects the way that then they are able to write and perform. I I can't imagine the reduction in excitement when a project is greenlit only to have that voice in the back of your head saying, well, you just have to constantly perform because if you don't financially perform, you're gone and have a backup plan or five, you know, I hope that DoorDash still exists. Oh my God. Afterwards. And it isn't paying their people shit. (laughs) So also true. Yeah. Any of the gig economy. It's, it's a very scary time and I don't know I'm sure it's repercussions from COVID. It has to be. It has to be, right? Because this wasn't a thing before COVID. And I think any sort of tax break or recuperation of money, from your perspective, from a business standpoint, what's what's your take on things? Well, the economics economics of it all do make sense. I would say it's hard to pinpoint just one piece. I could say that it might be exacerbated by COVID, especially with some of these streaming giants growing too quickly. Mm-hmm. If they 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 grew too quickly and aggressively, assuming that their growth was not only exponential but had no end point. Mm-hmm. When you promise the moon, but you can only get up to a certain altitude, you're not going to be able to make it all the way there and have it, all of your passengers happy. A lot of people were able to jump into the industry, especially uh-huh. since 
there was more viewership from home because nobody was going anywhere. So there's sure. a lot more time. But what's not foreseen is when is that going to plateau and when is that actually going to reduce and will it ever revert back to pre-pandemic levels? So from a financial standpoint, yeah, at the end of the day, a lot of this big stuff is all about the money. And are you going to be sure. able to recoup, not only recoup, but earn a return on the investment? Because that's that's what big film, big cinema, big TV. I don't even know if that's like a statement, but we're gonna we're gonna yeah, call it. Let's that. go with big, it. Let's go with it. Big TV. That's what um is big big production is to get that money. That was the nice thing about a twenty four for a while is that, and, and I wouldn't say it's not the same now because they still pump out these amazing films, but they also historically were known for choosing how they distributed and it was in limited distribution what they produced and greenlit mm-hmm. um it was funny i don't remember what what i was watching or what movie it was in the theaters but i think there were like three different films on the trailers that were all a24s it must have been an a24 movie no oh i almost think it was avatar but i don't I don't know. I would I just love that. <laughs> I just remember seeing three different A24 movies and thought, when? Because it was a mainstream film that I saw. Got it. Okay. Whatever. Like a blockbuster. Yeah. It, okay. just didn't, it just didn't match up. It didn't seem to match up properly. But it, in a certain way, it was exciting because, okay, well, then maybe they've done really well for themselves. But then it also begs the question, is does that mean that they're losing some sense semblance of their original character? Totally. I love A24. I want to say they, I think they're only about 10 or 11 years old. I want to say they started. Oh, in, are they young? I thought so. I hold on. Let me, I, okay. my We're heart is saying this. 2012. We're going to fact check this. But what's um, your head saying? All right. A24. Yeah, I was right. August, 2012 is when they started. Oh, so they are relatively young, but I feel like it's such a cliche and I don't even care, but like all of us definitely in the film program at school, were very much like a 24. They are like, they, they have a reputation of putting like the creators first, at least that's my understanding and articles and stuff I've read. And I, I don't know. I, I tend to really love their stuff and I don't know if it's, I know that they're very much, um, someone made the joke. A 24 is very much no plot, just vibes. Um, and like a lot of their movies, like, I don't know, the aesthetic is beautiful. It's, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to quantify a 24, but, but you're right. I think they emit great vibes. It seems the vibes are immaculate and I'm very much vibing alongside them. Um, I mean, uh, everything everywhere all at once, it has been such a huge, crazy success for a company like that and would be so massive if let's say they took home best picture because that would be an a 24 first. It was just the yeah. fear of selling out. And I don't know what that looks like. And as oh, long as we're still yeah. getting good content, I don't really care. And that's what's that that's what the fear is. Could could yes, they be fear of a, selling out. a sellout? A FOSO. And a FOSO. that's a thing, but <laughs> we can say that now. I mean, um, if they were to collab with some humongous entity studio, it's possible, but that's true. All of a sudden, if like Netflix or Amazon buys them. Yeah, you never know. Because doesn't AT&T own HBO? If so, then why aren't I getting it for free? Because I have a twenty or uh, I have AT&T internet you, that I'm spending so much on. 
You just oh, you should actually look into that because you probably do. I probably I, should be. I Good do Lord. with my phone plan. Okay. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to circle back. I will let you plan, on. I mean, my fiance's phone plan. Right, yes. But I, it was like $5 cheaper if we combined phones, phone plans. So I was like, duh. Yeah. Also, I, I think love- I get HBO from my parents. So it's not like I'm paying either Oh, way. yeah. It's not like you're <laughs> paying either way. But with anything anywhere all at once, I have had to talk to somebody about this. Have you seen any of Marvelous Miss Maisel? Or have you been under a rock? I have not. Well, maybe I'm half under. Maybe I'm like pinned under the rock. Maybe I'm like 127 hours under the rock because I know about Miss Maisel, oh. but I've never watched it. Well, cut off your hand and go, <laughs> go Drink my it. pee and turn on Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> the Best Supporting Actress nominee from that film. I cannot remember her name. Is it Stephanie? Stephanie Hsu. Yes, she she's in Maisel. Is, she is in Maisel. I she is a well. She's in Maisel. She's a, she's a she has a good character arc in Maisel. Oh my god! Because you're because you're still 127 hours down in that crevice. I'm yeah. gonna let you find your way out. But thank that's you. At least that's at least a teaser. Maybe that'll be enough of an impetus. Yeah, to just I go like her. Chop. Okay. <laughs> snip, snap, and now I'm out. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he never listens to this. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, wait. Can I? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. I can't believe I didn't bring this up top of the show, but I need to know your answer to this question because it has kind of consumed my life this week and I've been asking everybody. And I will protect the identities of the two people that brought this question to me just in case, but it is not my content. It was told to me by two people. The question is this For a million dollars untaxed, would you let someone shit on you? And you are allowed to ask questions because I have, I had so many questions and I have asked a lot of people this question. So it's so vulgar. Am I allowed to determine where and how and the volume? No. Okay. So I asked clothed or unclothed. They said unclothed. (sighs) Can I pick the person? They said, no. (sighs) Is it happening in front of people or is it in private? They said in private. So basically they are shitting on your bare chest. Uh, yeah a million dollars untaxed you I mean, can ask yeah. more questions yeah you would oh i asked can i plug my nose can that's I what i mean my yeah. they said can I wear... no no you, no you can't can i shut my mouth they didn't say so probably okay well i mean you don't want anything to land yeah i would assume that you could probably like close your eyes i just asked if you could be blindfolded they said no okay and how long However long it takes, I guess. <laughs> like for a shit to happen. I guess I don't have that many questions because I'm like, well, it's awful, but it's a million dollars. But when you think about it, I feel like a million dollars is not that much money anymore. Oh, it's definitely not. And then you all you know that that's dirty money. That's literally shit money. Yes. And my whole thing for uh, my answer is basically no. I'm trying okay. to like find a way in which I would do this. And every, every corner I turn is a no, but I think I would have so much psychological damage at the like degradation of this to mm. myself that I don't mm-hmm. think I would be able to do it. The only Especially because that other person would know that other person will always know that they shit on you. Well, see, Literally. here was what I told my friends. I was like, I'd be willing to be the shitter and only take home a hundred thousand. <laughs> I think I would, I would be able to do that rather than have it happen to me. Well, and that's so, that's so different because you are the actor. You're not the recipient. 
I think even if I chose this as the recipient, I think I would just like hate myself about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I could get past letting someone do that to me. That's fair. It's like, why would I? It's a million dollars. It's a million dollars. But if all that's going to like good therapy, then what am I left with? You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to take a while to like. You're left with a shitty chest. The only world in which I could be convinced to say yes is if someone came up to me and was like, you have two minutes to decide it's either happening right now and you're going home with a million dollars right now. I'd probably be like, fuck. Okay. Like I probably (laughs) just like the fact that I have so much time to think about it is why I keep saying no. And I have to say that out of everyone I've asked, and I've asked at least like 10 people, only one other person has said no. So what does that tell you about capitalism? What does that tell you about? <laughs> what does that what does that tell you about life? That... Because that really is the meaning of all of this. That's where all this entire podcast has come down to. And it's how we actually began today because we do not want to pay for our theme song. So we're changing it. <laughs> so now that we have come full circle. I am ready to ask you, Connor, about your last five. (gasps) Okay. And I've been thinking about this, and I think it's going to hurt. Oh, Um, no. Okay. Okay. I want to know the last five people that you looked up on Instagram, and you have to pick one of them to be the one to shit on your chest. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yes. I don't know if you you're I can see you <laughs> laughing and sweating, but I don't I can't hear it. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. I'm laughing so hard because one of them <laughs> is my older brother. <laughs> Shout out to CR. Yes. Okay, so I was trying to last night when we were at dinner, some friends of ours were like, okay, we all show us. We we started off with like baby photos and then high school photos. And then it went to um, your favorite ex. And like favorite was a very loose term. No, I like this. I tried to find this guy, but I don't think he has an Instagram. So I typed in two different. a bullet there. uh, Well, I guess because I typed in. I went and there are two, uh, two profiles under that name. Yeah. But neither you don't have which to is name active it. or does or anything. His. Okay. Yeah. But then, um, a friend from New York, a classmate of mine's older brother. Okay. A girl that I used to dance with. Okay. And then my <laughs> older brother. So now if you had to pick, and remember, this is a million dollars. My older brother. Like Okay. Just, That's the thing. It was like I would pick someone because I could it's trust. like kind of genetic. Yeah, maybe it would be less gross. But is that incest? Like, I don't know. No. I don't know. No. <laughs> and with that, thank you for this fodderful conversation. <laughs> um, Betsy, hundred percent, send me some reading materials. I'd love to narrate them for you. Anyone who's listening, please send me some materials. I'd love to read them for you. And remember, go see Titanic on February 10th. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.